Yo, Ellen. Yo, Amanda. It's your, your birthday. birthday. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. No, 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 no. It's your 30 birthday. 30 second cut off. And we don't give a fuck because it's your birthday. It's our birthday. And we got business partner rings. And I think that because of this podcast, we may become recording artists. Because Wide Open Spaces was pretty good. Natalie, if you're listening, we can join you. Oh my God. What is wrong with you? Rachel just hit the mirror with the car. No, I didn't hit the seat. Nice. Is there any more booze in that bottle? Mm-hmm. Hit me. Welcome to Bubbles and Books, a podcast about two of the best things in life. Books and champagne. Brought to you by Amanda and Ellen, co-owners of your local independent bookstore, Dog Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. First, give me a cheers. Okay, we're ready. And yeah. books are sexy. All right, we're opening a very special bottle of champagne today. Here we go. Woo! <laughs> uh, Bolero from France, because all the best champagne comes from France. But this was a special gift from one of our trade reps. This is someone who comes around and tells us about their... Um, publisher's excellent books for the summer that's beth chang she's our workman rep we adore her so uh, i can't give you tasty notes on this one but i can tell you it smells great and tastes great and i'm not gonna complain it has bubbles so cheers cheers i have a question for you yes you usually talk about the traditional champagne method Mm -hmm. so for me like bubbles are bubbles you know you just gave me a look, Amanda. So tell me, what is the sh- traditional champagne? Method? Okay, so first of all, to call it champagne, it has to have been grown. The grapes have to have been grown in champagne. And then there's a method for <laughs> how you, it's like a, there's a double fermentation process. That's, I don't know what that means, but that sounds good. Right. And um, that's what causes the bubbles. And it was an accident. When they first discovered champagne, the bubbles were an accident. They were considered oh. like something you didn't want. But then they became in style in England and then the French started making it. And that's where the widow Clicquot made her fortune and started a whole industry. It's my goal to someday go to Champagne, but I've got to learn French first because I don't want anyone to be <laughs> unkind to me for only being able to speak English. I have a horrible accent. And I'm horrible at understanding other people's accents. But so if I put like a glass of Prosecco in front of you and a glass of champagne and you taste tested, would you be able to tell? I think 100% I would. Same with Prosecco. Uh, wait, did you say Prosecco? I say with Cava. I could do the same. But anyway, we need bubbles today because we're celebrating an important anniversary. It's our birthday. It's our birth anniversary. The one year anniversary of Doggard Books opening its doors. And I will never forget standing at the counter, the doors opening and being like, oh my God, I don't know if I thought about what I'm supposed to do when people come in. (laughs) We had ordered the books. We had a beautiful store. And then what? It was packed. We had a ribbon cutting. It was really a pretty awesome day. And every day since has just been blown away by how our community has come out to support us. Yeah. It's been an amazing year. Would have been some surprises for you. So before we get into 
some of our reflections on the first year. Let's talk about what we're reading. What are you reading, Ellen? I'm reading How High We Go in the Dark by Sequoia Nagamatsu. It's been on my TBR for a while. And it's got a beautiful cover. And the story opens up with Cliff. And he is an archaeologist. He teaches at a university. He's worked on multiple sites. The year is like 2030-ish. So not too distant future. And he has recently lost his daughter, Clara, who is also an archaeologist working in the Arctic Circle. So while she was working, she fell into this cavern um, and she died. So he is going up there and he's sort of like taking up the mantle of her work. He's going to continue it because she made a really important discovery shortly before her death. And that was the body, the frozen body of a 10 to 12 year old little girl from an unknown time period who apparently died of some kind of virus. So he's going there to, you know, pick up where she left off. And what we do know is that this plague, the Arctic plague, is unleashed into the world. Shut up, Rachel. I say plague weird. Plague. How much? Plague. 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 It's the champagne. The virus. She unleashed a virus, Rachel, into the world. And so I'm, I'm kind of at the beginning of this book, so I'm still like in Cliff's perspective. The virus has not yet been unleashed. But this story I know is going to be told from multiple perspectives and it's going to span many centuries that this uh, virus is going to like have untold consequences for decades and centuries to come. So this book has been likened to Station Eleven, mm -hmm. to Cloud Cuckoo Land. So kind of this, you know, centuries spanning story with multiple characters. And what I kind of like, I did, I do like those two books that I mentioned. But what I think is interesting about this book is in all of the reviews that I've read, it's like, this is a virus story, a pandemic story that has a hopeful ending, I Let's think. Let's hope. Let's hope. So I recently, in one of the books I've read, um, the new Emily St. John Mandel, the contemplation of, are we living in the end times is a common um, thing done in literature, exploration in literature pandemic, time traveling, um, we always feel on the precipice. But having a book offer hope, I mean, I'm sure, you know, during the Vietnam War, it felt pretty scary. Yeah. Um, and we are at one of those points in history where we feel fearful. But the hope of humanity, gosh, to find a book that can offer you that could be a really good one for you. Yes. And I am like not very far into this book, but like page one, I was hooked on it. I could tell I was going to love this book. You know how sometimes, I mean, I haven't dated anybody in a long time because I've been married for the longest time. But you know, like when you're dating and you're like, hang out with somebody and you know, like when you know, you know, right? Yeah. Like you're an idiot or hmm, I'm going to date you for a while. This is like that. I know. I will be really surprised if this book doesn't end up being one of my favorites this year. I'm super excited. Because that means I'll get to read one of Ellen's favorites of the year. I am reading The Paris Bookseller by Carrie Maher. I picked this up because it's about American Sylvia Beach and her great adventure. The same adventure we've been on, uh, except for hers was in 1919, Paris. She opened up Shakespeare and Company. She had no idea what a important role that bookstore would play 
in the literature of our history and future. It still exists today. Um, the arc of this story relates to her relationship with James Joyce and his novel Ulysses, which is banned. Um, she has quite a lot invested in it. Will she be successful as a bookstore? It's the indie bookstore the great big question, you know, how do you thrive? How do you endure so that, you know, a century from now, people are talking about you? Yeah. And I love books that have like author appearances. So like Ernest Hemingway and yeah. Alex from Cuba by Rachel Kushner. Yeah. So I love that piece of it. Do you think in a hundred years there will be a book called The Ames Bookseller? I hope so. I hope. Rachel I hope just smirk. Yeah. I mean... I know that we're in a space. Well, it ain't going to be about you, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> we're in a space that hosted a business, a family-owned business, for over a century, the Tilden Store. Yeah. And I'm hopeful that this bookstore will hit a century mark. I think that we're raising up children who love books. We're creating a community of people who love books. And I would love for this to be a journey that goes from its one year anniversary this week to a hundred when, I mean, I don't, we're not going to be alive, but our kids, <laughs> I mean, probably not. We're our, almost, our 40. kids <laughs> might not, our kids might not be alive either, but our great grandkids can come and be like, well, let me tell you about, let me tell you about Ellen and Amanda. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's I what mean, we like... want to talk about. We want to talk about our one year anniversary. Yes. So March 8th, 2021. And I would say like uh, rewind a little bit to like almost exactly a year before that was when we had very recently decided we were going to do this and then COVID. So where we were two years ago, what we were able, the fact that we were still able to open up in the pandemic, even though um, initially we thought maybe we wouldn't be able to. And now here we are a year later. It's pretty cool. And we could never have imagined what this would feel like, what this would be like, where we'd be sitting right now. We thought it was going to be you and me, like a mom and pop shop. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, it was really cute <laughs> because we had no idea. I mean, with thousands of books in this store, what it would take. And we had no idea the people we would meet, the booksellers we would hire who would add all the personality that that we offer to our customers in their diverse reading style. And we have really awesome people who work here. Like they're great booksellers. Rachel, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> You're okay. But we have awesome people who work here. Just kidding. I love you. Mm -hmm. We have awesome people. Who I work did here. offer her my liver last episode. <clears throat> no kidney. Yeah. I am also a little offended by that, but um, not only are they great at what they do and they're super talented, they're just good people. And I've really valued the relationships that we've been able to build with each of them. They bring so much to this store and it really would not be what it is without them. So what have been some of the surprises, um, and the high notes for you? Um, surprises, I think for me, the biggest thing is just the response. You know, I remember, you know, we kind of talked about our expectations and I think we both felt like we had high ambitions for the store, but we didn't expect 
the response that we've gotten. Um, so to see people walk in in like the first week and cry <laughs> because it was a bookstore. People was crying cool. in our bookstore. <laughs> I relate to that. If I hadn't been the one opening the bookstore, I would have been the one crying in the bookstore when it opened because I'd be so grateful to finally have an indie bookstore that I could walk through and explore and find new stories. Yeah, I cried when they um, remodeled the public library and I walked in for the first time. Because you thought it was beautiful or because you missed It was beautiful the... and it was like just this space was back, like mm-hmm. this important space. Agreed. So. I've been surprised by how many people ask us to come talk about our experience. Oh my God, all the time. Yeah. All the time. And it feels like imposter syndrome. We're getting pretty good at it. And yeah, <laughs> we try to accurately reflect our journey from, you know, a teacher and a stay-at-home mom deciding they're opening a small business. I don't I don't think we oversell ourselves. We have an accurate story to tell, but I'm also like, oh, like I I'm no expert, you know. This is just our journey. That's been a surprise for me. Yeah. And and talk about surprises too. I mean, you and I we can talk books all day long, but we do not have degrees in business and we don't, you know, neither of us really have much experience working in a retail environment. So all of that was was like very new. Yeah, we <laughs> learned it by flying by the seat of our pants. We're still learning a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's been a huge learning curve, uh, but it's been a good one. What are what are our hopes? Um, I think for me, I want longevity, but more so like uh, always getting better, and not measuring that necessarily by sales, but like what we're able to bring to the community relationships and reliability Mm -hmm. and a consistent presence in our community people know what they can count on us for yep yep okay so our birthday celebration will be coming up we'll talk a little bit more about that it's today our birthday celebration (laughs) is today because today is tuesday yeah today is (laughs) tuesday and we have cupcakes Cupcakes. From Mel's Sweet Occasions. Yeah. Mel, just down the road. Mel is another one of our badass female business owners on Main Street. She's always there to give us our sugar rush. Um, we have... Balloons. Balloons. 10% off store merch. Stickers. Stickers with every purchase. It's going to be just a fun celebration all day long. Yeah. Come hang with us. All right. So it's new release Tuesday. That's the added benefit of our, our birthday. You'll have some new titles that you can pick up if you come to celebrate with us. Ellen, why don't you tell us about a couple paperback titles that we're excited about? Okay, so the first one, Camilla Knows Best by Farrah Heron. So this is a Bollywood-inspired retelling of Jane Austen's Emma. And it is the April book club pick for Between the Covers. Camilla Hussein leads a pretty picture-perfect life. She has a ton of friends. Her dog is, like, super Instagram famous. Which you would love, Amanda. Yeah, goals. It's like Lovey's sister mm-hmm. at Instagram. And she has a job that she loves. She also has this long-standing flirtation with a family friend who's like very successful and wealthy, Rohan. But it's never really been anything more than a flirtation. But, Amanda, she's starting to catch feelings when guess who rolls back into town? Who? Her arch nemesis. And guess what? What? She wants the dude. No. No. It's time to lay yes. down the law. Shit just got real. Cue the drama. 
kind of like this premise. I like this premise. Well, yeah. I mean, it's classic. So I think that will be an interesting rom-com book club month. Between the covers is going to light it up. <laughs> light it up. I've been getting educated in the sex scenes of rom-coms, and they are a lot spicier than I anticipated. They can bring a lot of um, energy to your relationship at home. (laughs) One of many reasons to join Between the Covers. What else do we have in paperback? We have a middle grade called The Way Back by Gabriel Sabat. And this is a middle grade book and a National Book Award finalist. And it's based in Jewish folklore. So two children encounter death, as in death with a capital D, in their village. And this kind of spurs them on a journey, which takes them to the far country. This is a land of demons where the souls of the dead reside. Dark. And the children wage war with death itself, but will they ever get home and back to their lives as they were before? So I haven't read this book, but in reading the blurbs and reading the reviews of it, it's giving me graveyard book vibes. Mm -hmm. I know Gaiman, which is like one of my all time favorite books. So check it out. All right. New and hardcover. We have a work from a man Booker Prize finalist, Karen Joy Fowler. She is offering an account of John Wilkes Booth's family. This is... Oh, really? Yeah. A really interesting story about his family living 30 miles outside of Baltimore in very much in secret. They produce 10 children and at some point become the best known performers of their day. The, a theater troupe, basically. Um, Wait, pain- John Wilkes Booth was an... An actor family. Yeah. He was part, he, and he, that's how the whole assassination went down. I don't know my history. I know. All right, go on. It promises to teach you quite a bit. Um, it also promises to paint a really vivid picture of our country in the throes of change. And um, you may recognize her from her original book um, or previous book. We are all completely besides ourselves, um, which is a truly fantastic title yeah that um we are all completely beside ourselves is one of my favorite backlist titles i think it's a fantastic book um so i yeah i didn't know actually that she was coming out with a new book so i am i will definitely pick it up yeah so pick up booth really cool cover um promises to be a truly excellent book this next one can i make a brief aside though yeah there is a really um fabulous skit from the whitest kids you know on John Wilkes Booth. So um, YouTube that shit. YouTube it before reading the book. Sounds perfect. Get the get the appetizer for the book. All right. Next up is a What's sure that? sell. It's <laughs> Dolly Parton plus James Patterson. All right. <laughs> okay. I want to, we should start keeping a list of who hasn't written a book with James Patterson. He's up for, I mean, we joke about Main Street Sluts. People who've worked at multiple places. Okay, put it down. You need to clarify. <laughs> what is a main street slut? Because I think other people <laughs> who own businesses down here will think you're calling them a slut. Um, you've worked at multiple businesses on okay. Main Street. Okay, okay. that okay. makes that's a main so street. So Amy's slut. a main street slut. Yeah. Okay. She uh, there's um anyway, 
James Patterson <laughs> has hooked up with Dolly Parton. He hooked up with Dolly Parton? For Run, Rose, Run. This is a thriller about musicians. And in this one, a young singer is trying to escape her past while also trying to make it big in Nashville. What's really cool is there's a QR code in the back of this book where you get to listen to music that goes along. I mean, it's the music of the protagonist. So it's kind of a fun. Is it sung by Dolly Parton? I hope so. I don't have the answer on that. You'll have to read it to find out. Um, And finally, in uh, hard release, uh, hard (laughs) And finally... And and finally, in new release hardcovers, I have another thriller that I'm excited about. It's called Hideout. It's written by Louisa Luna. This is a thriller writer that I like to follow. It's the third in her series that follows private investigator Alex Vega. The first in the series is Two Girls Down, in which Alice Vega Alice Vega travels from California to a small town in Pennsylvania where two girls have gone missing. She joins forces with Max Kaplan, who goes by Cap. He's a disgraced and retired cop. I love a disgraced and retired cop. Coming I know. Back. It's a complex, it's a complex backstory that you have to read the book to understand. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna solve the mystery together. And then over the next two novels, their partnership strengthens, and I'm excited excited to see what they take on in book three. This is just a fun uh procedural thriller that I feel like I'm gonna keep following this author. Cool. Sounds good. Ellen, what's popping in the store this week? <laughs> I well Here's what's popping in the store this week. It's our birthday today. As we mentioned, all the cool kids will be there. Show up. We're going to have a great time. We also have a liquor license, so we can, we're down to party. We will be partying. We will be partying all day long, but we will also have fun for the kids. We'll have balloons. We'll have stickers with every purchase. We'll have 10% off store merch so you can swag it out all over town. Um, What else? (laughs) Oh, cupcakes. We're yeah. going to have cupcakes from Melt Sweet Occasions. Yeah. They're so going to be early. delicious. Come early. Because we'll have, we like cupcakes. <laughs> we like cupcakes. We'll try not to eat them it's all before you come. It is our birthday. <laughs> but we would really like to celebrate with you because we're here because of you. Okay. You can also join us this week on Thursday for trivia from 7 to 9. You can sign up on our website. Trivia is has been super popular at our store. I love Trivia Night. I've gone several times. And it's um, emceed by Trent Rice, who you may know in Iowa from your radio. It's just such a cool community atmosphere. It's, you know, like a lot of times trivia is like at a bar and it's loud and it's like, I don't know. It's just different than that. It's a it's a much more like fun, friendly atmosphere. It's what you'd expect from book nerds. Like, yeah. We take just, it seriously, but have fun. Yes. And we give arcs for prizes. ARCs are advanced readers' copies, so free books. Free books before you can read it off the shelves. And also on Saturday, we'll have the Chapman's List Book Club. This is a book club for all ages. It's from 6 to 7 p.m. on Saturday. The selection this month is Hey Kiddo by Jarrett Kozoska. Jarrett, I apologize if I don't pronounce your name correctly, but your book has been very, very uh, important in schools and for young adults 
um, in helping them see their, their experiences reflected. Um, this is also a book that's been contested by various Iowa school districts for the language it uses. I mean, shit, fuck, damn, you think they're not saying those words in high school? <laughs> or in sixth grade. In sixth Former grade. Former middle school teacher, teacher here. Yeah. Um, so, Hey Kiddo is actually a book I had in my classroom library that was really popular with kids. Uh, and I never received a complaint. I don't think anyone was permanently damaged by it. So, uh, I'm super supportive of reading this book. I think it's an excellent title. And I would also like to say, Jake Chapman, if you're listening, you're a dick. No registration is necessary for this book club. Any age can read the book, join in for a discussion about the value of the book for Iowa readers. We need Rachel's skills, so don't insult her. She is an ordained minister, and we need to make a commitment on the anniversary of our birth of our business. We entered into a very serious relationship a year ago. Maybe two years ago. And we've eaten a lot of takeout in the last year. And we were like, well, you know, we just had a baby. <laughs> we did. So it's fine. That's it's how fine. It, that's what I tell myself. I just had a baby. I just had a baby. And <laughs> now it's one year, one year old. It's one year old. And we're going to do this for life. You're my life partner. Take it very seriously. Um, and I also take it as an excuse to buy jewelry. So I have a ring for you. And I have a ring for you. Yeah. We are gathered here today in the loft at Dongery Books, celebrating <laughs> the birth of the bookstore and the union of these two incredible women who have brought stories and love and laughter to the people of Ames, Iowa, and everybody who passes through. Tears. <laughs> Even though we get rude nicknames. I'm Demanda. And I'm off the rack. <laughs> and in this special time of these two ladies' union, we pause to have them share a piece of connection between the two of them by saying a few words to each other and exchanging rings and exchanging the rings <laughs> and the rings are a gold band of two hands shaking to signify their bond and union and connection and agreement to be partners for life it's called a pas de deux ring which means a dance of two and it <laughs> is what we do every day True. And we it is a it was actually more expensive than the ring i'm wearing for my wedding right now <laughs> All right, Ellen, thank you for binding yourself to me for life. Thank you for putting up with my easily distracted mind. Squirrel, 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 squirrel. <laughs> for running our official book club, even though you're an introvert. And for being the liaison for our fabulous local authors. Thank you for listening to voicemails and answering all my husband's numerous accounting questions for us. <laughs> Thank you for being a sounding board and coach for all the challenges of my personal life. I vow to always trust and refer to your judgment because you are the smarter of the two. To remind you of your profound intelligence and talent to carry the work when you need it set down in times of struggle for you. I vow to never let the shine dull off the miracle of this door without you, none of this would be possible. 
Isn't that beautiful? That is so nice. It's true. And now, Ellen, time for you <laughs> to give your piece. When you and I agreed to do this, we said we will make great business partners. Mm -hmm. Because we're not really close friends. Mm -hmm. We know each other's strengths. But the fact that we have this sort of a little bit of distance there will make us good partners. Fast forward two years later, and you really are like my best friend. I know. And I value you every day. And I think you bring so much light and joy and creativity to this business. And you make you, you push me outside my comfort zone in ways that I feel like I have really grown as a person. <clears throat> and so, and I know that this business would not be what it is without our balance. Our balance. And people ask us all the time, like, how does it work? Is there ever tension? Is it ever weird? And it never is. It feels so easy. And I thank you for fully trusting me. And I fully trust you. And I know that we will continue to be close and we will continue to do this thing together. So and there's no one I would rather do with this. Same. The rings. <laughs> I offer you this ring as a symbol, symbol of my mine. commitment to you and to books. To death till us part. To death till us part. part. Get on there. Yes, we are wed. We are wed. And now with these two rings placed We're business on place. each other's hands, you are business partners and more for life. Yay. Aww. Remember, uh, subscribe like follow because you want to find out what's happening in dog your books every single week yep and if you don't live in Ames you can always follow us on social or hit our website to order books follow us at at dog your books Ames or at dog your books on TikTok all right listeners keep the champagne flowing and the books going this is so great it's so great <laughs>